Hey everybody, how you doing? This is Bill Williamson. This is Silver and Black Pride Podcast. What is happening? You're still enjoying the afterglow, aren't you? Why not? It's a big thing. It's a great thing. I can't stress enough. There's only 16. You know, playoffs, of course, get lucky. There's only 16 of these things. And you might as well love it, you know? You might as well embrace it. And the fact that it's a win on the road, in the fashion it was, soak it in. Now, you know, tomorrow, Thursday, start turning it over to New Orleans. And that's what this show be about. Talking about New Orleans, talking about things that happened the last couple of days, about things that could happen in the next couple of days. The biggest news that happened... You know, in the last 48 hours is injury news. And the news has been good on the Raiders front and really freaking bad on the Saints part. Now, you never enjoy a root for the opponents have injuries. But it's part of the game. And there's a big one here. Michael Thomas, guy who caught... 149 passes last year. 149 passes. Is out for the next several weeks. With a high ankle sprain. Reported yesterday. That after he left the Saints game. Against Tampa Bay. Which the Saints won. And you know they did well without him. That he was going to try to play against the Raiders. It was a long week. Monday Night Football. First game in Las Vegas. But this today. He might be out. It's worse than they thought. High ankle sprain. Several weeks. That's a bummer. It's a bummer for football. It's a good thing for the Raiders this week, though. I mean, John Gruden yesterday talked about his defensive backs. And he said, well, we're young. You know, Damon Arnett. You don't draft a guy for one game. So, if he wasn't great in one game, that's okay. Remember, Charles Woodson got burned in his first game. Look awful. Andre, Bad Moon Rising, remember? 1998. Well, Charles Woodson is going to be a Hall of Famer real soon. So, one, one game doesn't make anything. But, the truth is, Michael Thomas was a horrible matchup for the Raiders. And you say what you want. Oh, well, the, you know, the kids are bummed that they're not going to play them. No, they're not. He would have roasted their butts. Okay, so this is good for let's let's. Hey, look at Siri. See, this is what I do when I when something crazy happens. I sneeze. Siri uh, makes a stupid uh, appearance when she shouldn't. Ambulance goes by the house. I just keep it in because I keep this raw. This is a raw show. No silly. Weed ends. No, no. Hey, if you're into that, you're into that. That that this ain't what it is. This is football talk, down and dirty. I don't need any lead-in music. I don't need a crapperoo bells or whistles. This is a couple guys at a bar, guys, gals, whoever. We're talking about football. Sometimes people's phones do weird things. Sometimes people burp at bars. I just leave that stuff in. So there you go. 
Anyways, so the fact that the Raiders aren't going to be playing against Michael Thomas is a good thing. Does it guarantee victory? Certainly not. They played against the Chiefs in Week 2 last year without Tyreek Hill and got beat by 18 points. So, and, and the Saints have a lot of weapons. Kamara, Jared Cook. But I'm telling you, Drew Brees is going to miss Thomas. So this is a big, this is something the Raiders really, really need to take advantage of. I talked about, <coughs> there you go, a cough. Deal with it. People cough. Um, they got some good news with injuries. Trent Brown, NFL Network, reported that it's not overly serious. There's hope that he might play this week. You know, I don't know. I, I might give him a little bit of a break because he kind of, you know, didn't practice all camp, practiced some last week, and then gets hurt early in the game. Let's just get this thing fixed. Let's get him completely healthy, especially if Good can still, you know, come in and and hold it down. Um, Saints have a better pass rushers than the Panthers for sure, but just get the guy healthy. Um, Nick Kukowski, Kukowski. I screw up names, too. Not on purpose. Um, his, the NFL Network says that he did not tear his pecs, so he might be back soon. Who knows if he's going to have to miss a couple games. If he does, Corey Littleton will probably take over the, his spot as he did the other day. Um, you know, We'll see. Josh DeBow, who I know a lot of people in the Raider Nation have a problem with because he can be critical. But it's only, you know, it's just stats. Anyways, he has some really interesting stats on uh, Trent Brown. That, you know, this guy has missed a lot of time with the Raiders in this short period. Uh, he's been 17 games. And he's, you know, missed five and a half games. And, and they've done good without him. What does that mean? I don't know. There's no dead money in his contract next year. Maybe you move on. We'll see. They like him, though. <clears throat> they think he is a fine, he's a massive man, for sure. But something to think about. Uh, people are asking me about Allen Robinson from the uh, Bears. He is a guy who wants to, he wants his contract adjusted. Well, he's, he's a free agent this year. So he's either going to be traded or... He's going to go in free agency. And I, I get asked a lot. And the fact that I get asked a lot and I want to answer people's questions and the fact that the Raiders are a team that is aggressive and capable of doing anything, I think it's warranted to talk about these things when these kind of situations pop up. And, you know, I mean, we've seen them go after players before. Um, anyways... I would, you know, never say never, but if he's traded, I, I'd probably see other teams going after more than the Raiders. But if he hits free agency next year, I can see that. The Raiders are going to have a lot of free agent money. Now you can say, wait a second, they got Ruggs and, and Edwards. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, and they'll still have them for a while. But I think John Gruden's playbook wants Ruggs to have freedom. So if there's another starting receiver, that's fine. You know, so if you can afford it, do it. So we'll see. That's down the road. 
that's way down the road. But, you know, because it was relevant right now, we talked about it. So, yeah. So, anyways, now I'm just kind of talking about some other things. I was really impressed by week one overall. The Raiders and Panthers put on a very entertaining football game, which we talked about the other day. Very entertaining. Very few penalties. It was very clean. And, and there was good football throughout. Um, one of the games I had the chance to watch the most, and then the Raider game, of course, was the last game last night, just because of the way work fell. And that wasn't a great football game. Um, you know, the AFC West, three three teams 1-0. Um, the Chiefs looked fantastic. They're, they are fantastic. The Raiders looked fantastic on offense. Chargers slugged out a win, you know, against a bad team, but they got a win. Um, believe that game was on the road. Broncos could have won yesterday, but they made too many mistakes, and they have injuries, and, you know, we'll see. Um, it's all about the Chiefs and the AFC. The Raiders got to worry about the Chiefs. And But I think the Raiders can certainly make a playoff run. Again, we don't know much after week one. We really don't. Um, I think the Raiders can be a good team. They need health, though. They need their health. And these two these two injury updates, you know, we don't know a lot, but they, they, they sound good, right? So we'll take that at this point. I thought there were some interesting snap count um, numbers. I'm not going to go through them all, but Nelson Aguilar had 12 snaps. Got a touchdown pass. That's probably Derek Carr's best play. One of his best plays, right? Um. Zay Jones had nine. So we go through all a training camp, and I felt this way my entire career as a journalist. You sit there in training camp, no matter what team. I've covered so many teams, so I'm not really picking on the Raiders at all. And the coaches and the GM pump up all these guys, and the season freaking starts, and they're they're inactive or they don't play much. You know, I mean, Gruden says Jay Jones is the most improved guy on the team. He plays nine snaps. That doesn't mean he's not going to play 30 next week, but you know what I mean? I mean, these guys are backups. That was really interesting that Maurice Hurst played only 20 snaps. If you remember, I wrote about this and I talked about this on this podcast. It was, I was like, I, Gruden was kind of giving hints about Hurst because he was talking about Mo Collins so much and Hankins. And even Daniel Ross, who was inactive Sunday. But not much hers. I, I talked to some people I know in the organization. I'm like, is John losing lust for coaching lust, of course. Losing his love for Hurst. And they're like, no, not really. They just like the other guys. But, hey, Hurst had a half a sack. He came in. He did some things. But only 20 snaps and this guy was supposed to be you know a foundation guy so i found that to be interesting i want to keep my eyes on that nick morrow played a lot more plays than mcmillan so they like morrow more at this point jason witten had 28 snaps compared to uh, foster moreau's 12 uh, i don't know about that i like foster moreau i want to see him develop and you can say, well, maybe they bring along slowly about the knee. Well, if that's the truth, don't play him at all if he's got the knee and you're still worried about it. I want to see this guy get some more snaps. I didn't think Hunter Renfro was involved that much. 
You know, we you know, and we talked about Brian Edwards last week. Don't expect too much from a rookie in his first game, and he had one catch. Doesn't mean he's gonna. He might have ninety catches next year, but it takes a while. Takes a while. I think Rugs looked dynamic before he got hurt. Interesting to see how much he practices this week. Um, Derek Carr for you analytical folks. He had the second highest per yard throw in the first half and the second lowest in the second half. Well, the easy way to say it is that Ruggs was hurt. So I think we see when Ruggs is healthy, they're going to throw deep a lot. They're going to throw deep. So that's going to be fun. No sacks allowed. Carr was only pressured three times. Aaron Donald had ten pressures himself against Dallas in the Sunday night game, and the Raiders only gave up three pressures all game. Dominant. What else we got? You know, Gruden talked about, because the NFL is pissed at coaches about not using the, wearing the mask, and he knows he's one of the guys. So he's going to work on that, um, the, which is important. And he's and he's been very respectful of the coronavirus. He's doing a good job. Um, the Raiders averaged six points in the red zone. They, so they average a touchdown in the red zone. Can't beat that. Um, keep that up, right? N- uh, Nevin Lawson is back. Um, and Dale Dalen Levitt, the safety, has been released. Maybe he'll come back to the practice squad. Raiders have. A chance to go two and over the first time in three years, 2017. Then things got a little ugly, didn't they? So let's go now. Let's break down what I want to see. Real, real quick, break down this uh, Saints game. I think it's a winnable game. I mean, it, it's a home game. Tra- Saints have to travel now and deal with all the COVID stuff. Drew Brees wasn't awesome last week. You got to have a better pass rush. You got to create turnovers. You got to take advantage of no Michael Thomas. You can't have one of the other guys have a monster game. Even Taysom Hill. You can't have anybody take over a Camara. I mean, Camara is similar to Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey had a pretty good game. Maybe if it's four for one in a leverage situation. Sean Payton won't give it to a fullback instead of McCaffrey like Matt Rule did. They're roasting his butt in Carolina about that, and they should. And again, this is a good team. The Saints are probably better than the Raiders, but that doesn't mean the Raiders can't beat them. They got to be played smart. They got to continue to not give up penalties. They got to get turnovers. Carr has to stay upright. Comes down to defense, right? Because the Saints can play all night with you on offense. So the Raiders have to make stops on defense. I think this is a winnable game. I I don't know what's going to happen. Is it going to be a fourth-quarter game? Yeah, it's going to be a fourth-quarter game. I really do. And I wouldn't be shocked if we cock Monday night. Um, and you guys all stay sober enough for me, huh, for Monday night? So I, you can listen to me. You can listen to me Tuesday morning. That's fine. But, um, yeah, I, I can see us talking about, hey, the Raiders are 2-0 easily. So... All right, there's our show. Hope I made you a little smarter. Again, I give you a bunch of tidbits because this is your passion, but it's not your job. Well, 
this is my job. So I try to pass along everything I know. So I hope you enjoy it. Hope you have fun. Appreciate you. Be happy. Be safe. This is Bill Williamson. And this is Silverback Pride. Let's talk when you're 2-0, huh?